You're listening to Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official podcast of Lingerie Fighting Championships. And now, here's your host, Michael Larkin! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. My name is Mike Larkin, and joining me today is a dear friend of mine, LFC fan, my dear friend, Mr. Corey Coulter, a.k.a. 100 Proof himself, Mr. Cypher. Cypher, it's a pleasure and a privilege. How are you, Corey? What's up, everybody? It's your boy. You know who it is, Cypher in the building. Glad to, glad to be here once again, three times the charm. I'm back, baby, for some more podcast action. You know. Links will be in the description. Corey and I have done a lot of great stuff outside of the LFC auspices, whether it be pop culture, whether it be my On the Mic with Mike series. And now we are talking about something that he also appreciates, and I appreciate the fandom, and I appreciate what you appreciate with my message, that being the message of beauty, strength, and dominance, the three elements that make women the work of art that they are. And Mr. Corey Coulter, I will say this about yourself. Myself and you, we love women. We appreciate, we respect women. We were raised by great women. Now, how important to you, when you hear beauty, strength, and dominance, how important is that message, man, when it comes to women all in all? Listen, man, women, without women, me and you and all the men in the world would not be here, bro. Mm -hmm. Beauty, strength, and dominance. Three key elements that makes a woman a woman. Not only her essence, not only who she is, her personality, but, you know, just being... The definition of strong, and that's what today's women are, strong, beautiful, powerful, in control. Like, I liked it. I like what I see. Now, me, myself, I'm not a ladies' man, but I will say this, ladies. I absolutely appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you. Like, I may not even know you, and that's okay, because I'm here to tell you that from one man, who really respects the hell out of women who got like a soft spot for y'all, man. Beauty, strength, and dominance is a beautiful thing, baby. I like it. I will say this. When it comes to the sport of lingerie fighting championships, it's a mixture of MMA and wrestling. As the saying goes, it's a little bit of MMA, a little bit of wrestling, and a little bit of clothing. Like, how important is that? And I'm going to bring this topic up because I love it. You look at the name lingerie fighting championship. How important is that when it comes to women's athletes and women's sports and the empowerment that we incorporate the sex appeal mixed with a lot of combative natures and the art form and the craft? Like, how important is that? It's very important. It's strategic. And also, if you got it, flaunt it, as the saying goes, Mr. Corey Coulter. Yeah, man. If you got, if you got what God gave you, and you got what your mama gave you, then mm -hmm. I'm by all means, you know, do your thing, baby. That's that's all we here for. We love to see women excel in areas that men have excelled for in years. Like the the world of women's sports has evolved. Like women have main evented everything, whether it be MMA, whether it be wrestling, whether it be like, you know anything gymnastics like anything that a man can do a woman in my opinion can do better now i'm not taking away from the fellas but i'm just saying man women have taken everything and put it on a different pedestal a different like a different thing man like it's crazy nowadays like i love women that like 
compete. Like I love women who want to take their passion and turn it into something more so they can give like future, like the future of women, like, you know, the same stepping stones so they can excel as well. Right. And I think as we evolve as a nation and we evolve in sports and we evolve in general, and I, I say the same thing, mind you, men are kicking ass too, but there's something about what we see, like we mentioned, MMA, professional wrestling. Hell, I remember as a kid, like I remember growing up on Long Island, right? Ruth C. Kelly Elementary School. One of the books that really stuck out to me was a biography on Mia Hamm, for those that remember her, you know, from the soccer days. And you also look at women like Lisa Leslie, which was produced in the WNBA with the Los Angeles Sparks. It's one of those things, man, where it's just like we've seen this, but now we're finally putting up to the forefront. And all these women have that gravitational pull that a lot of men get attracted to and women in general. It's a whole big empowerment moving. That is something that has been really needed to come into fruition. And boom, now here we are. And I, I mean, over the years, you you hear about these women that we grew up with. And now you're seeing a new generation stepping up and taking it to new heights like it, it's just a circle of life. It's just evolution. You know, it's just, it wasn't really important back then. But now, like, men have seen what women can actually do and be like, all right, damn. Like, we're going to, like, let's put them at the forefront. Let's get some changes going because it can't always be about men nowadays. I mean, like I said, I'm not taking away nothing from my fellas. Fellas, we are. We are the, you know, we're the building, but the women have always been the foundation that holds us up. So, you know, for women to go out here and do their thing like they're doing, bro, hats off to you. Salute. All that good stuff. Hell yeah. And I also look at it from a stance too as well, like with what you do. And first and foremost, if y'all have not checked out my good friend, Mr. Cypher over here, does amazing work on the rap front. His TikTok game is on point. I got to say, you're doing your thing on TikTok, whether it be the duets, whether it be what have you, a lot of different challenges. You're really on your grind on the TikTok front, Corey. Yeah, the TikTok front, man, I wasn't really into it first. I never thought I'd, I never thought I'd have TikTok because at first I wasn't really trying to play follow the leader. But then as I got, you know, started seeing people like just like me, you know, blowing up, doing what they would do, I thought I'd give it a shot. And now I'm sitting here at almost 4K followers, you know, got a couple of viral videos and I'm just sitting here. I'm like, all right, like, you know, this ain't so bad. And now, you know, coming in the forefront, being in a hundred proof, being a part of a TikTok group that's taking it to new heights, you know, now I've come to an understanding that, you know, if I want to be somebody, I got to learn to branch out. So first and foremost, I got to give a shout out to my boy, Philip Taylor, for taking me into 100 Proof, showing me everything, you know, the ropes, and just letting me know what the deal is, you know, just making me family to the 100 Proof brand. But now there's come a time where you got to be like, all right, you can't just stay in one spot. You got to branch out. So I've told not a lot of people, but I am starting my own TikTok group. And I got to say, dude, I'm ready for it to launch July, excuse me, July 19th, not June. June's gone. First and foremost, Corey, congratulations on that. And I can't wait to see where it goes on the forefront. Now, I will say this. 
I was not a TikToker myself, but I think with me and you've seen my videos, and I hope everybody checks out my TikTok as well and inquiries. One of the great things about it is we can use that promotional tool, much like yourself, to put a lot of positivity in there, maybe also inspire and encourage people and have that correlation and tie-ins and relate to people. So we're using our platforms like a lot of people should because there's too much of this when it should be more of this. So we get to use our platforms for good and really provide a lot of positivity. And, and plus, we have to put smiles on people's faces, right? Yeah, I mean, less nuck if you buck and more ebony and ivory. You know what I mean, people? Like, we got to... We got to stop the hate, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, then again, again, I should know about it because I had a hit song back in 2018, Love Over Hate, did really well, got a lot of views, reached the whole, reached out of this country. And, you know, I, that's where it really started back in 2018. Four years later, here I am, I'm in another spot where, you, you know, I can actually use myself to actually spread positivity. And I feel like that's where God wants me to be and put me in the forefront. I always have my doubts about being a leader, but this time I can truly honestly say that I'm ready to take over that leadership spot. If, like I said, if it's in God's will. I got to say this first and foremost, for a lot of people that know it, I'm very vocal about it. I was going through a tough time not too long ago, about a year and a half ago. And I'll say this to you, Corey, and I say this with the utmost respect and love for you, man. You were one of the many people that helped me out and listened to me, and I am greatly forever indebted and appreciated towards you, my friend. But God dang, man, it's one of those things where I look at it from a stance, too, as well. Once you start to have your clear vision and really showcase and really understand what you're here to do, God puts you on that right path. And I think people like yourself, people like myself, and people that listen to this podcast always should know that God is going to point you in that direction. It's up to you to point yourself in that direction and put in the work that God is looking forward to putting you to in the forefront. Exactly. I mean, it's always God first with me. I mean, I may not follow like I should at times, but I will never forget what he's already done for me. He's put me in some tough spots to test my faith every once in a while as so everybody else in the world. But if you believe strong enough that you can make a change and you do believe that you have the power to be that change, take it. Don't don't use it as a disadvantage. You know, they say nowadays you got to be cold hearted. I don't believe that. Like, there's times where I'll admit that I've thought about it. But at the same time, my heart's too big. I wear my heart on my sleeve. If people are going to look at me stupid, like, you shouldn't do that. You get, you been, you got used, you've been used, all this and that and the third. But with those lessons came a blessing. And so, you know, you got to take the opportunity to reevaluate yourself, reevaluate, excuse me, reevaluate your life. And just do it, man. Just put yourself out there. If you don't succeed the first time, try, try again. Amen to that. I mean, I'm I've also I can I can also attest to that, man. Cause like the old saying goes, it's like you have to be cruel to be kind. And it's like, not really. You know what I'm saying? I'll be honest with you, I'll be the first one to say, because you're a nice guy like I am. I mean, after a while, like you could say something cruel and very like, you know, like a like a, a crossword to somebody. And it's like, man, why did I say this to this person? Or why are we doing this? It's one of those things at, at a time, too, where we see a lot of that, like I mentioned before. But at the end of the day, it's like, what's the purpose of it? And I mean, as we get older, we're both 30 and we're doing our thing and on our grind. As we get older, we really don't care too much what people think. And then we really focus on more what we want to do as people. And I think that's that's a big advantage for a lot of people. It's not a disadvantage. It's not a weakness. We're open about ourselves and we're open as people. And, you know, we can relate and resonate and generate with people. And that's what it's about at the end of the day.
That is what it's absolutely all about, you know. And, you know, I think that means more so for the women than us men because women have been through a lot of trials and tribulations. I don't completely understand what it means or how it means to be a woman, but just seeing some of the relationships I have with my friends and people that I know that are definitely independent, strong, smart, intelligent, beautiful women, you know, I appreciate them more because I feel like in the end, they are teaching me when it becomes my time to find somebody special in my life, like they're giving me the tools to, you know, actually be a better man. It, it ain't, I mean, my mom, my aunt, my grandma, my grandmother, God rest her soul, you know, like when I've been around strong women my whole life. Whether it be my family, my friends, the community I live in, because my community is full of strong, beautiful women. And that's the thing, like, men forget, like, sometimes you can't do it on your own. You need somebody that's going to hold you down, anchor you, make you better, push you. You know, some men take it as, you know, them taking jabs or, you know, telling what to do. But it's not about that. Women are not just here to be an object. They are meant to be the number one priority in a man's life. First priority is God. Let me go ahead and say that. So, you know, but women, you know, they are the earthly form of a priority for better words. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, I'm like you, my mother and my grandmother, God rest her soul. I grew up in a household full of a lot of women, my mother, my aunt, and my grandmother. Now, my mother, and I'll say this, I've been very open with this as well. My mother, folks, has inflammatory breast cancer. She just had surgery, successful surgery, thank God. And for me, she's on the healing process. Thank you, Corey. She's on the healing process. You know what I'm saying? And she's recovering. She's back home. My grandmother had breast cancer. My grandmother's a breast cancer survivor. My mother's a breast cancer survivor. So that's the strength that they get through. And cancer's horrible. A lot of people can relate. But it's one of those things where our mother teaches us strength. She gives us strength. And we're a lot around a lot of female figures in our own right. We see females on television. We see females in our own life, whether it be a spouse, a partner, relationship, however you want to define it. But there's a lot of women that provide that. I'm going to say it's that unconditional love and it's that warmth that really shows the equality in a relationship and the equality and love that we see from a mother and a son, what have you, everyone to define it. It's family, man. Yeah. Cause there's nothing like a mother, man. There's I mean, you got your father to teach you the, you know, manly side, but a mother would teach you everything else that's important. So, you know, I see this beauty, strength and dominance thing, and it's just beautiful. Like, I support it, you know? I mean, this is what, you know, women have created. They have taken things and excelled past the pinnacle, and they keep excelling past it, and it just is only going to get better, you know? As long as we support them in whatever they do, whether they, like, start their own business, you know, whether they want to, you know, go out and chase goals, dream, whatever women want to do i fully believe we should support them 110 percent, if not more 
Same. And I mean, with what we're doing with Lingerie Fighting Championship, everything that's going on with it, it's a mixture of MMA, it's a mixture of wrestling, it's a mixture of combative natures. But what I love about it, too, is as well, like we mentioned, the sex appeal side of things, it's badass women. And the common misconception, because everybody will look at it and have like a little ha-ha, oh, it's just women in lingerie. <laughs> it's like in any sport, you have to be driven, you have to have that passion, you have to go to the gym, get your reps in, get your cardio in. It's a sport. We treat it as a sport. Makes it sex appeal. It's professional wrestling. It's an art form. It's a craft. Don't just look at it like, oh, it's women in lingerie and get on to that point and get your head out your ass, to put it bluntly, but also be more open-minded and see for what it truly is and look at it through our eyes and look at the art form, the art like a picture like you see to equate it to pop culture with Bob Ross when he would paint those paintings, boy, on the joy of painting. Look at how Bob Ross envisions those paintings and have them come to life. Look at what we see with lingerie fighting championships. Exactly. I mean, we used to watch grown men in their underwear wrestle on WF days, bro. I mean, what's so different about, you know, a woman doing it? I mean, yeah, back in the day, men laughed at it. I'll admit it. I was like, oh, man, you know, but I was a kid then. I'm a man now. You know, I kind of have to have a better insight, you know, about things. I've grown to have a better insight on things. Women are driven and dedicated, you know, to do what they want to do because their body is theirs. That is no one else's. It is theirs. God give them that, God give them that body, mind, spirit, heart, soul, all of that. That is theirs. That is nobody else's. I don't care what the government says not to be political here or anything like that, but a woman's body should be treated as like a temple because it says the body is a temple and what we do with our temple is completely and solely on us so you know trying to like tell a woman how to treat her temple her essence her spirit is like telling her to like basically you know you're not good enough you're not gonna be this you're not amount to anything and I feel like that's where men kind of, you know, get the thinking like they can do that. But, you know, it's not right. I don't believe in it. You know, there might be a lot of men out there that disagree with me and all this and that. And the third, but you know what? I stand by that because I, I have to, like, truly, fully believe, like, I've been taught to know better. Right. And that's I've been taught the same as you. And I mean, I look at it from a stance too as well. If a woman wants to get a tattoo and if anybody wants to get a tattoo, the body is the temple. They are going to do it. You know what I'm saying? At, at the end of the day, if you're not hurting anyone, then don't worry what another person's doing. It's so funny because I've always Sean and I, the LFCCO, had this conversation. He mentioned it on our good friend Maurice's podcast, the GP Productions. One of the funniest reviews ever in LFC history was from a UK um, a site. And they pretty much said that LFC is the going to contribute to the downfall of civilization, which I cracked up at because at the end of the day, this is the same UK, you know, magazine or website, what have you, that still uses a lot of the UK, a lot of the photos. And it's just like, come on now, you know what I'm saying? But they'll use it for clicks, but you know, we're the downfall of civilization. It's just, there's a lot of hilarity that goes in people that criticize what we do. It is a lot of trolls in the world. And you know where trolls belong? Under Mm -hmm. a bridge. But that's just putting it nicely because, you know, I'm I'm a nice guy and um, I have people watching this. So, you know, I kind of like I'm trying to go about it, you know, the right way. Right. No, you're fine. I try to do it like (laughs) that, too. But, yeah, it's just. You're going to have haters no matter what you do. That's just. 
that's just the thing. Like people believe that you got to be liked by everybody to fit in. No, as you learn, as you get older, not everybody's going to like you for you. You, they don't even have to know you and they're going to find something that they don't like about you. I mean, hell, some of your closest friends are not even going to like you for you, but they'll never tell you because, you know, I mean, they don't, they're afraid to hurt feelings, which, you know, me as a person, like when I was younger, I didn't take criticism, constructive criticism. I didn't take that crap lightly to be putting it nicely. But as I got older, you know, you got to kind of learn to brush it off and, you know, take it as it is, take it as a grain of salt. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But I honestly believe, you know, haters are going to be everywhere. Haters are going to do what they do best and they're going to find something that they don't like about you. So with this, I mean, Mike Larkin to you and the LFC community, I am not going to be one of those haters. I mean, I appreciate everything you do with the beauty, strength, and dominance. I give y'all major, major props for what you do because I couldn't do it. I couldn't get in the ring and fight somebody in my boxers because, you know, that, that just, that just, just, that's not something I can do, man. I, I can throw hands when I want to, but not my boxers. <laughs> no, and, and I, I appreciate that, Corey. And, and I think for me too, as well, like I was that kid, like growing up, like we've gone through a lot of stuff and you and I've talked about this, but I was that kid growing up that kids would make fun of me just because during lunchtime, I used to love me some sandwiches, like peanut butter and jelly sandwich, give me like a ham and cheese. It's sandwiches. I used to get made fun of because I always used to eat a lot of sandwiches. I'm like, well, it's good sandwiches. You know, the local deli produce, mm, mama mia. But it's one of those things like people will go at you for the most minuscule thing. But as we get older and as we've adapted into our thirties now, it's like you brush it off, but also you look at it at the same time. If you're not, if nobody's hating on you, if you're not evoking emotions, then you're not doing anything right. If you can evoke a lot of emotions, whether it be negativity, then you're doing something right. But as long as you're happy and that's the main thing, but also as the old saying goes, you can't please everyone. So you have to please yourself. Exactly, man. You can't please everybody. I mean, Hey, I used to be a fat kid, so I know what the sandwich ordeal is all about, man. <laughs> but that's just me back in the day. I made a lot of changes since then. I mean, my, my people would tell you, like, I used to be big, big, but now, you know, I've worked on a lot, still working on a lot, you know, but understandably so. I mean, you're right. Like, if you don't have people hating on you, you ain't doing something right. And sometimes you just got to take that as, you know, motivation and drive to do better exactly well first and foremost we're going to put this out here because i've been trying i've been doing my thing and trying to get my body back in order my weight fluctuates people i enjoy my food what can i say but you sir swole is the goal sizes the prize it's gains a clock motherfucker let's go you are looking great my dude yeah it's definitely gains a clock but i lost a little bit of gains you know started doing more cardio now that i'm doing this uh new job that i got been six months almost seven months in now it'll be my seven months on the 24th of this month but yeah i mean i used to not be in the health and fitness at all you know and you know this is coming from a guy that when he felt depressed anxiety you know i would eat so i mean that's, and that's a major issue with all people not just me but it cost me a lot it cost me you know having bad health issues like i was i was i was well, i'm trying to find the word 
to say I was, you know, they told me I was diabetic back in 2015. I couldn't really find the word, but I was in, I was, they made me, they said I was diabetic in 2015. Type two, it slowly worked its way up to type one a little bit, but not really close enough to make it type one. So at that point I had to make a decision, you know, it's my life or no life. So I know I started eating right, eating better. Uh, I think when I started, I was over 300 pounds, maybe close to four. Now I'm kind of, I kind of went down in the 250s and, you know, I, uh, it's just, it's just hard. You know, I understand like the fitness process of it, having the driver motivation to do it, but you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's hard at first and it's still kind of hard some days. Cause some days you just don't really feel like getting up. You know, you just kind of sit there. You wonder, do I really need to do this? But at the end of the day, sometimes you just got to do what you do, baby. That's all you got to do. Exactly. And speaking of the health and fitness, this will actually get a lot of people. We've discussed this on the show a couple of times, but one of the things I love about health and fitness. So one of our fighters, Miss Bella Inc., who's a tremendous talent in the LFC. Corey, here's where you'll love this with the health and fitness. So Bella Inc., when she came back and faced Lauren the Animal Fogel at Sturgis, she had just given birth to a child not too long before this, and she got right back at it, and then she was right at the Sturgis event. If that's not determination after giving birth and wanting to fight, I don't know what is, Corey. Hey, that's a different level of That's a different level. That's crazy. I mean, to give birth and to just be like, all right. You know, you see that with a lot of female athletes nowadays, you know, they'll give birth. And, you know, three months later, after giving birth, they're right back to doing what they love. And I'm like, wow, Mm -hmm. that's really great. That's really awesome. Like, you know, it's just like, it's that. I figure, you know, I'm thinking it's like now that you have like your own, like your own little one, you know, your baby boy, baby girl, that gives you more drive, more passion, more devotion to do what you love so that you can provide more and so that you can show them like, hey, this is what I can do and you can do it too. Right. And I mean, we see that with a lot of athletes that just come back because, I mean, they're jonesing. You know, you don't just want to keep sitting on. You want to rehab and get it as, you know, get it to 100% as possible. I mean, that's, again, like we talked about another level. But what I love about this, too, with women's athletes and women's just in general, like whether it be like, I'll say like a female rapper, like one of my favorite female rappers of all time is Missy Misdemeanor Elliott. She always goes from back in the days where I can't stand the rain, then to get your freak on. She constantly evolved and she will go down as one of the greatest artists of all time. So, I mean, we see that even in a line of work of music and rap and i mean i know you can attest to this man you constantly evolve as a performer you constantly evolve with your lyricism and what you do so i mean it comes into the music territory as well it does and you know there's a lot of female mcs out there that i'm i prefer over male mcs i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna say it right here you know there's a lot of females who got the greatest lyricism of all time now will you catch me listen to their songs driving down the road absolutely Mm -hmm. Do I give a damn? No, I do not. Just don't care. If it's good lyricism on a good beat, catch me listening to it. So what Corey's saying, folks, is if MC Light comes on and you rocks the party that rocks the party, I rocks the party that rocks the party, you know you'd be bumping that in the car, man. I'd be bumping anything that sound good, man. It just don't matter. Like, it, it, it's a beautiful thing. 
Because a lot of people sleep on female MCs as they sleep on female athletes, female doctors, female officers, et cetera, et cetera. Just sleep on females, period. Don't sleep on them. Wake up and pay attention, you know? Because these women, you don't know their backgrounds, but you can tell a story through your character as you evolve in life. Right. And I mean, WWE just signed that new fighter from Bellator, like Valentina, like she's going right to NXT. And I mean, that, look at that girl. She's 24 years old. She's like, you know what? I'm done with MMA. I want to pursue WWE. She's going right in there. You know what I'm saying? She wanted to work to this point. She's providing for her mother. She's providing for her father. You got to respect that. And I'm going to say right now, for those that call an Instagram model, y'all can GFY if you know what I'm saying. But also at the end of the day, you've seen this woman. She's passionate. I think she's going to be a great addition to the WWE roster. My God. Yeah. I mean, look at people who have come from MMA like Ronda Rousey. Shayna Baszler, like, but Marina Shafir and Jessa May Duke. Yep. You know, Marina went to AEW, still don't matter. Still four women, the four horse women of MMA. And now you got, you know, exactly. And now you got, you know, people with MMA backgrounds like, you know, Nikita Lyons, which she has an MMA background. And now you got Valerie Laredo, yep. which, you know, she makes it perfectly clear. Do not call her no Instagram model. She will put you in your place rather quickly. Right. And I think I said Valentina there. Thank you, Valerie Laredo. Close enough. But no, I mean, I look for what she said on the MMA hour with Ariel Hawani. Very much confident and very much has, I'm going to say right now, there's a lot of this beautiful smile, but there's a mean streak there and sex appeal. And oh my God, Nikita Lyons. Corey and I, you and I have talked about this. That woman, oh my God, bootyful, but you can also kick your ass and do it with a smile. Listen, uh, <laughs> I know. She, listen, I'm just a small town guy from NC, and I know this probably won't reach her, but Nikita, baby, do your thing, girl. I'm your number one fan. I don't care about all these other dudes. It's me. I don't care. That finisher, chef's kiss, baby. Keep, keep doing you, girl. Just. Amen. Just keep doing you. Probably one of the best split-legged leg drops I've ever seen in my life. For those who have not checked out NXT 2.0, this woman is a goddess. And uh, did you ever see her work before that for WoW Women of Wrestling as Faith the Lioness? I know I showed you it. Have you ever seen that before? Listen, I've seen women. I've seen WoW. I've seen WoW. Like, I know Tessa Blanchard there. I've seen a couple of women from, you know, WoW go to other places like New Japan, uh, IGWP, I know they went to, you know, WWE, AEW, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and these, I mean, that's kind of like an all-female version of NXT before you actually go to the real NXT. Right. I wasn't going to call it 2.0 because it's still NXT. I don't care what you call it. You know, it's still NXT to me. And, you know, it's not just Nikita. It's like literally all the women in NXT and WWE like, for example, Liv Morgan. I know she don't know me from a pineapple and a tree, but, hey, she became the new SmackDown's champion recently. And she has worked her butt off to get to that position. So, you know, that's amazing. She would not stop until she got what she wanted, till she got her voice heard, and she finally got that push, and that's amazing. 
It's so funny because I remember her in 2014 NXT coming out to that, yeah, 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 yo. And then she was doing her thing. And then, you know, she was kind of in the mix, but really not in the mix. And then the Riot Squad came into fruition and she was all up in the mix still. But now she's really, really showing herself definitively. And now that she's the SmackDown Women's Champion, that's that's a seven-year, eight-year journey there, Corey. And she rightfully deserves it. Hey, man, some journeys take eight days, some journeys take eight months, some journeys take eight years. Hell, some journeys may take eight minutes, but as long as you get to your destination in the end, that's all that really matters, Mike. Exactly. Is that also kind of like with AEW with Destination, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby? So oh, I had to get it off, man, because she's doing her thing there over there. And I got to say, that song is catchy as hell, right? Hey, listen, Ruby Soho, Powerhouse Hobbs, shipping them. Okay, first and foremost, for, the, for those who are I don't care. Ever since I've seen that car ride with, M- with MJF shipping them, don't care. <laughs> they, they did this to me. I don't even care. Oh, God. Yeah, they well, they, they sang the Rough Riders. The Rough Riders anthem. And that's what sold it for me. Right. Because I was like, all right, Ruby's, Ruby's down. Powerhouse hops. Make that your girl. Yep. And the fact that they made MJF break and he started singing Rough Riders. You cannot not sing Rough Riders Anthem by DMX. You cannot not sing it. Man, rest in peace to Earl Simmons, baby. DMX, dog. One of the best to do it. Exactly. I'm, I'll be honest with you. Like, my first memory of DMX, just going into the music front here for a second. Like, I remember, like... <laughs> Like, of course, the Beware of Dog and Rough Riders Anthem. But I remember watching TRL, man, that red jacket with What's My Name with Jay-Z in that video. And, of course, Party Up. And one of my favorites, How It's Going Down with Faith Evans and the Woodstock performance. It's on till it's on, baby. Got to go now. One of, my, one of the jams, man. Like, every single song that he produced and he put out was a hit. And it stood the test of time. Hey, those hits will always stand the test of time. Like, many great artists' hits will stand the test of time. And it's just amazing to see how far things have really come, whether it be hip hop, whether it be sports, whether it be women, anything in general, everything evolves over time. And I only got a feeling it's going to get better, which each generation that comes up. I think with women, and I think you and I can attest to this, we've, we've talked about beautiful imagery and women's bodies being the temple and what they are. One of the things I love about it is even look at the modeling game, man. We have beautiful models. We have plus-size models, like Nia Jax was a plus-size model, Ashley Graham. Like, the world of modeling has changed, becoming more open-minded, really showing women of all different shapes and sizes. Like, the modeling game is on point in its own right. Exactly. My thing is, it don't matter what size you are, what color you are, it don't matter, baby. All that matters is this is now, this is what the world will evolve around, and this is what women have done. They have taken things out of their comfort zone and just made it bigger and better. And you know what? I'm a fan of it. Not because they're models and posing in lingerie. Let me go ahead and put that out there. It's because... I've seen th- I've seen like how it evolved. It went to like oh this will never happen to now being hey this is the now this is the happening this is what's real and real recognizes real all day long and I know people out there will agree with me real will always recognize real. 
Hell yeah. And I mean, I think being real and authentic and just doing yourself and showcasing your independence, as the song goes, all the women independent, throw your hands up at me. It's very true. It's very testament. Yeah, yeah exactly, man. That's that's the thing. It, you, We see it in our songs. We see it in our movies. We see it in all forms of popular culture and just in general in our all walks of life. It's the truth. And I'm going to say before we even close this out, shout out to the ladies. Shout out to all the ladies. All the ladies, Corey. Women empowerment is so beautiful. I love it. Thank you for it. Thank you, thank you for making me a more open-minded and better man because I'm telling you now, ladies, you're doing the damn thing. I don't care if nobody famous sees this. I don't care if this gets viral. I'm saying it right here, right now. If ain't if nobody says they're proud of you, then damn it, I'm proud of you. Corey LaShawn Coulter right here is proud of you, and I mean that. Corey, this is why I love you, and I consider you a brother, my friend. I will say this before we even close this out. Folks, if you want to check out Corey on the Max Wrestling Podcast, he's doing his thing on the promo ends. I'll put in the link in the description. Corey and I did a fun promo battle where he threw my accolades in the trash Medusa style, and I rapped at him in my DMX style. It was a lot of fun. We got to express a lot of stuff and be open with the problems that we were going through, and we also got to, you know, include some pop culture and have some fun, so definitely check that out in the link in the description below. We got to do a round two of that, man, in the future. We really got to do a round two. We got to do a sequel. We got to follow up with that. Hey, dude, I'm always ready and willing for... A part two, a sequel, you know, the first go around, you know, wasn't really what my best could be. But now that things are for the better and I'm in a better mental health space, hey, round two is going to be a movie, a cinematic event. Let's just do the damn thing like we always do. Have fun. And, you know, just let's go. Let's just do it. That's what it's all about, whether it be on podcasting or in life. Links to Max Wrestling will be in the description below for the YouTube channel. Give them a subscribe, give them a like, and show your love for the Max Wrestling Podcast. And shout out to Dazzy Dangerously, who does this thing with the logo size. So if you guys see the logo for this very show, Beauty and Strength and Dominance, Daz did an amazing job, as he has done for years. So we got to give a big ups to Mr. Dazzy Dangerously. The captain. The captain, baby. Oh, captain, my captain. Captain. And before we do close this out as well, Corey Coulter, Mr. Cypher, 100 Proof himself, let everybody know where we can follow you. I know you're doing your thing on TikTok. You got your Instagram. Where can we follow you on the social medias? Links will be in the description. Go ahead, Corey. The floor is yours. Okay. Well, people, if y'all want to know about me, get to know me, uh, TikTok, uh, for now, my TikTok will be going under as 100 Proof underscore nobody's favorite. There's a story behind that. I lost a bet. Had to change my name song that I last listened to. I lost the bet. I lost in 2K by five points. Yeah. But that's where you'll find me as right now. As coming July 19th, you will find me under a new name with my TikTok group coming into fruition, which I can proudly call it the Vibe Tribe. We don't fake vibes. We save lives. So July 19th, my name will be under will be Vibe Tribe underscore. Well, I'll figure out a name for that later. I'll let Mike know, and he'll just let you know. But if you want to contact me on Facebook, my Facebook like is definitely my whole name, Corey Sean Coulter. Follow me, give me a like, holler at me in the messages. Definitely like find me on you know 
those two apps mostly, TikTok and Facebook. I would put my Snapchat out there, but, you know, a little bit too much personal. But, you know, just find me on Facebook, Corey LaShawn Coulter, TikTok, 100 Proof underscore nobody's favorite. Just all one word. And, you know, be sure to be on the lookout and for future things because with this TikTok group, I do plan to make this a group, not just something that just say it's there. I, anybody can join. It, people are more than welcome. This is about me, a, a small town guy from North Carolina, a regular Joe, not even big time. Like I'm just a regular person. This is about spreading positivity, no more hatred. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you identify as. You are family. You are welcome to join this group. And, you know, this is what I want to do. I feel like this is what God has called me to do. And, you know, I just want to do it. Now, if I could stop getting banned on TikTok for stupid stuff, then yeah. But, you know... You know, that's just that's where y'all find me at. Sorry, I didn't mean to ramble y'all. It's just TikTok. TikTok BS sometimes. We got to talk about this first and foremost. Two things. Number one, how do you lose five points on two K, man? You lost the bet, man. How do you lose five points? By five points on two K, Corey. How do you lose by five points on two K? Well, you lose by a three pointer and a layup. Oh, like man. that, like that mean, man. I thought we had it in the first half, but oh. I lost my five points. I had to change my name to the last song I listened to. Thank God it was a Rick Ross song, nobody's <laughs> favorite. So I'm glad it was that song and nothing else with like curse word in it. So yeah, happy right. for that. But yeah. that's how I lost. But you know, I'm a man of my word. I once I could change my name on July 19th, uh, I'll be under. I'll be under Vibe Tribe underscore probably my name, Corey Coulter 30 or something. Something. But you'll know it's me because my picture will be there. And two, what is going on with the TikTok, man, being banned for stupid stuff? Because social media is a pain in the ass with their community guidelines and bullish. So what, what happened with the TikTok, man? Huh. huh. Uh, I'm in – I caught whatever the TikTok community calls a banana and, you know – it was for hateful behavior, and there really wasn't nothing hateful about it. It's just me and my cousins eating hot Cheetos. Shout out. Shout out to Raheem and Jay. We were just chilling, you know, and yeah, I don't want to talk about it. It's just okay. stupid, but you know what? I'm not going to let it damper my mood, no. Oh, fucking social media. That's the detriment of social media, just ignoramus shit like that. Uh, but it's a plus because we get our names out there and promotional tools, and we get lingerie fighting championships out there. So, guys, if you want to follow LFC, go to LFCfights.com. Follow the Instagram, fights underscore LFC. Follow LFC underscore fights on Twitter, LFC fights on TikTok. And you can follow this show on LFCfights.com in the VIP section. Become a VIP member of LFCfights.com. And we got the LFC Network on Roku. So if you go to your TV and you type in LFC Network, all capitals, LFC, capital N for network, you can see Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC podcast. You can see this face. You can see that face coming soon to the Roku. So Corey Coulter, this is going to be on TV, baby. Hey, mom, I'm probably on TV. Woo! I hope this gets, I hope this blows up, mom. We gonna pray about it. Me, you too, auntie. I'm gonna be on TV, baby. 
but you know, that's just me being that's the little kid in me, but yeah. We gonna make it like Jada Kiss and Styles P, my friend. So for Oriel Coulter, aka Cypher, my name is Mike Larkin. Yes, I love that. Yes, this thank you. Best show ever. Guys, best show ever, hands down. Corey, you're my brother, and I love you to death. You're a dear friend. Thank you so much for your time. We got to do a round two of this. I can't wait to have you back. Hey, bro, if the people want a round two, they will come to you and let you know. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you all. God bless you, and have a great night. Good night, everybody.